What's up, guys? Today on the cast, we talk about uh, the last stuff from SDCC from last week. We touch on Blizzard news, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and then uh, a few other things before we get into the Wii U. Was it a success? Was it a failure? Find out today on the cast. I was just going to say that. No, no, that, well, that's it. There's the intro. There's we just the did intro. It. We just did it? Yep, yep. <laughs> nice. That's okay. Anthony. That's Zane. I am Cody. That's Andrew. Geek Domination Podcast. I think the stream's 67. broken for a few seconds. I love, uh, I love that he points at all of us and no one can see it. The stream. The There's a stream. Okay, I'm sorry. There's oh, a oh, wave to the stream real quick, everybody. I have a titty hat. <laughs> he does have a titty hat. It's hard to read. We'll, Episode 67. Oh, yeah. Geek Domination Podcast. Oh, in the frame. Go. Cody, you're right. uh, so into this. I am. All right, so let's clean up with last week's stuff because it was San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, clean it. There are four, clean and press. four trailers. Four trailers. Three and a half. Yes. <laughs> so let's start with the small ones. Okay. Legends of Tomorrow was not one, really. One, one scene. One scene. There's right. something called the Legion of Doom. What? Which is awesome, but they also did a uh, touch. They did a bunch of like cuts. <laughs> oh from... God, why? Oh no! Oh it's no! Exploding! <laughs> oh, anyways, <laughs> so it's a bunch of scenes from last season, the very finale end of it, kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And then they drop in one scene that's new, and it looks like the villain, at least for the first part of the series, is going to be Damien Dark. Mm-hmm. Well, he is part of this whole Legion of Doom thing, yep. which I know also. Um, Malcolm Marilyn was a part of. Yep. I don't I, remember who else. I want to say Deathstroke was in it. I, um, I mean, there's so many different like versions, kind of of it, you know. So well, in in canon, CW yeah. verse, who's been in it, kind of thing. I'm gonna try to find out real quick. I, You're good. No, wasn't uh, his dad kind of a bad? Guy oh, there's there's totally according to this, the four Legion of Doom. Yep, is Damian Dark, Malcolm Merlin, Eobard Thawne, ooh, and Captain Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Cold's the odd one out in that and tree. Yeah, well, well I, mean, I guess you gotta get that flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah, flash no, he's right. probably just a bad guy again. So, yeah, let's go on to that now. Uh, well, so, flashpoint. We'll, so, yeah, uh, Flash. We got a sweet set Segway. of uh, scenes that uh, show off. Probably like I've surmised about the first three episodes because that's about as much as they would have filmed by now. Um, we see a bunch of stuff. Everyone doesn't know him. Uh, what's weird, it looks like maybe the stuff from the current rebirth where Wally is waking people up through touch happens with Iris because she suddenly seems like she wants to kiss, wants to kiss him more than who the hell are you? Why are you kissing yeah, me? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so maybe there's a hint of that, but we did see Eobard Thawne flat out call it out as, let's call this thing <laughs> yeah, Flashpoint. This new grand universe, let's call it Flashpoint. I'm not going to lie. So considering that I just saw the uh, Operation Flashpoint animated movie. Op- uh, Flashpoint uh, or Paradox. Flashpoint yeah, Paradox. Why do we always call it Operation Flashpoint? <laughs> so, but anyway. Harry's I, on I, a mission. <laughs> fuck up the timeline again. But anyway, like, I, I saw that and I'm like, holy fucking shit. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna be amazing. And I'll be honest, this trailer I thought was expert. And I have only seen a few episodes of Flash, right, but right. I'm I'm in it. I'm in it. So 
Uh, we were thinking about this. We have a couple ideas for how they're going to handle it because we f the trailer gives the vibe that it's going to be Flashpoint for the entire season. And we realize that's just ridiculous. That's, that's, that's not at all. But Probably the trailer the did feel half. like that was going to be it Yeah, when you're watching it. But, I mean, my theory mm-hmm. is that... Oh, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Cody, don't. Don't. <laughs> Cody, don't. Don't do it. Anyways. Pretty much what's going to happen is Barry's going to fix everything. Go. <laughs> there, there, it there it is. There it is. It's better now. There it is. Another. What is that? Oh happening? no. Barry's gonna fix everything, and then the crossover event's gonna be kind of the aftermath of that. God bless hey, you. I think I'm okay. Your theory is it's a little bit of both. So my theory, well, there's two ways to do it. One is they change up the order of the events in Flashpoint, the like actual event. And it's going to basically be the crossover is him fixing history. So mm-hmm. then the episodes that come for like the midseason break are the introduction to the new world version of this world, which basically doesn't hinder the storylines that are currently occurring so much as just slaps them into a new alignment with everything else. That's my theory. Yeah, it also kind of plays up with Legend Tomorrow in that way because you'd intro with like, why is Supergirl here? And then you'd close on Legend of Tomorrow showing up and helping save the day because it's time. Because time. Because mm-hmm. time reasons. Yeah, and you got that Captain Cold in that Legion, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of weird. I don't, I don't really know. That's all about. I think of with the Legion of Doom is the classic like skull fortress rising out of the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see. I really want that to happen. More Eobard Thawne, though, just in general, right? Because he's so well, fucking I think good. I was with that kind of thinking, like since he's resetting everything in his universe, the will have the most drastic alterations. I think. People suddenly know who he is and won't know who he is and things like that. The one big change I want to see across the board, though, is I want to see, like in the Flashpoint, when he finishes the event, everyone's costume is different. And no one talks about it because it's just different universe. Yeah, Maybe. That'd be cool. Like in the case of Flash for himself, he comes back in, in his f- previous Flashpoint universe and before that, it's just a, a red suit with the emblem. Afterwards, he's got all the, the line work on it is yellow. That'd be kind of cool. So, you think, like, the small um, nuance that'd be stuff. really cool. Do you, do you think yeah. that this whole uh, Flashpoint is going to be solved in a couple of episodes, or this is going to take the season? I think it's going to take like at most half the season. Half. Okay. That'd be pushing it. Because, I feel like they're going to, once they start doing the crossovers. Well, because be I where... feel like it neither eats, it, I'm sorry, it either needs to be resolved by then, or the crossovers are fixing it. <laughs> Because historically, week eight, or historically being just like the last two seasons they've done the yeah, crossovers, yeah. Uh, week eight has been the actual crossover event, and then week nine is the midseason. Yeah, cool. So, like in years past, you know, the first season of uh, Flash, it was just Flash and Arrow. Yep. Then last year it was Flash, Arrow, and Legends. Well, it was Flash, Arrow, setting up Legends. Setting up Legends, you're right. Because the crossover kicked it off. Yeah, yeah it was Hawk Girl and Vandal and all yeah, those and all boys. That stuff. Um, and then this year it's supposed to be all four uh, shows, Supergirl, uh, Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. So it's one of those things where it's Monday through Thursday now, every night God. of the week. They just own the CW now? Is that... I mean, I CW so. still has so much other shit. They're going into like their 15th season with uh, Supernatural and shit like that. So, like, I don't even know. How is that show even still Reddit? Really? Well, they have, they have yeah, such a firm... Yeah. yeah, they have such a firm cult following. Yeah. It's ludicrous only watch the first five Wasn't seasons and stop episode? watching please <laughs> yeah. but yeah like i'm excited for flash um like i said I'm, I'm really fucking excited to have um oh god what's his name yep um matt Lester come back as 
you worked on. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's he was fucking brilliant in season one. The one episode he was back in season two was a, one of the best episodes yeah, of the season. Absolutely. Not gonna lie, I love the sound of his voice for that too. <laughs> he's yeah. so good. Yeah, he's he's perfect. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I noticed actually that coincides with all this is that uh, in that trailer we didn't see a single scene with um, uh, Tom Cavanaugh's Wells in there. Because and he probably won't come back until after Flashpoint. Well, and that's what I was going to say. That's what kind of alludes yeah. to the fact that it's going to be a short run thing is because he's on because for the whole Because we got we to gotta have Tom Cavanaugh come back for his third version of the same character. Jesus Christ, They're, yeah. This one's supposed to be like the real <laughs> the OG. world. If he had survived before the events of, of uh, Eobard Maybe. coming back. Maybe. Supposed to be. I don't know. It's just so much fun. Like yeah. I just, I just want to be like... Tom Cavanaugh, he was like, what the fuck are these that, writers doing to text? me? <laughs> remember that text I sent you that was like, this time he's going to be really nice, super good, cool guy, and we're all going to hate him. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, oh, look. well, and I mean, I've said this before, villainous Tam Cavanaugh, the best. Yeah. Um, asshole Tam Cavanaugh. Anti-hero. Was this, this yeah. made me mad a lot. Yeah. Not even an anti-hero. Just the, I just felt like that's kind of just a giant dick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he ever gets confused? And like, oh wait, who am I supposed to be this? Which time? version am I? There was an episode where that happened, where he went back to his first season version of himself. Yeah. When Barry goes back to that time period when Eobard was pretending to be oh, Wells, God. and yeah, that was great. And you see him literally in the episode go through being Dick Wells, then going back to being evil Wells, pretending to be good. And then realizing that Flash knows who he is, so then he's just evil, evil, evil. Wells, Wells, Eobard, and then goes back to yeah. being evil, good Wells, and then it's goes back it, it, and it's, it's, it's Dick Wells. It's the most amazing, awful. but he's so good. Be, like he's acting. like one of the best parts. No, of the show. yeah, he's yeah. a really, he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. But that happened. We also got an Arrow trailer that uh, basically boiled down to us all being like, the trailer doesn't look bad. No, I'll looks be dumb as shit. I'll be honest, I didn't even like watch it. So shit. It's it so looks good. like essentially like the first few episodes we won't have Diggle. They'll kind of continue That's... that line of thought from the last end of last season. But we know he's all over the season. We because... have to figure out how big the time jump is too. Yeah, I'm um, assuming it'll just be not more than like a couple months. There's that, and then there's uh, three new heroes showing up. One of them we already knew because she was already stealing the she's limelight. Fake from... Black Canary, but yep. now she's gonna be Artemis. Yep. Oh. And then uh, there was Mad Dog in there, who's like a basically a Hispanic wearing jerseys all the time, but he's going to be in there. And <laughs> then... Stereotypes are great, fam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. That's it's dangerous. That's yeah. Right and yeah. then we're finally going to get Mr. Terrific, maybe? Yeah, because he's training. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Curtis is training. That's, Curtis has that's been crazy. in. He was all in season four. And and huh. he was making, like, he already had his T-spheres. They were in, like, his workshop all the time. <laughs> so, like, they were setting it up like crazy. He's great. He was uh, he was actually one of the better parts. Was he terrific? Well, he Constantly. said terrific a couple times, he and I was did. like, God fucking damn it. And everybody would also say, you're Jesus. so terrific, Curtis. That so was terrific. like the, that was the adjective up. for him. Um, my he favorite part was. was at the beginning of the trailer, and Felicity's talking to, to Oliver, and she's like, you have to stop thinking that things are going to go back to normal. And I saw a comment on Facebook, She's and it was like, I wonder if the writers were having that be more at us than actually Oliver. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Uh, also, for flashback scenes, he's in Russia. Well, because uh, in season one, remember, he, he pulled favors as a Russian. And he's like, how did you become a Russian lieutenant? And he's like, don't worry yeah. about it. And we didn't talk about it. So yeah. now we're going to see that rise through the Russian Which will mafia. be kind of cool. And also, then, he's got to go back to the island yeah. to get picked back up to start season one at the end of this season. Yep. Yes. But we get to deal with... I'm so lost. What was Half the... of Arrow's show is always flashbacks of previous years. Five years, yeah, five years before. Yeah. So we're in season five, so he's in the last this year of his isolation, be. 
where at the end of this season he's supposed to be getting picked up off the island and going back to Star City to start season are one. They, so at that point, are they going to flash not. back to season one? I, I hope I really so. Hope because what do. I really want is okay. them to flash back to the episode, The Odyssey, which was actually oh, an episode majorly of flashbacks. Uh-oh. So you just have <laughs> the flashing back to being flashbacks. It's the loop of and then we get flashpoints in oh, Legends of Tomorrow. And then we all die. Um, but what was Anatoly? Isn't that his name? The Russian guy. Yeah. Friend. He was, he's pretty yeah, cool. He's pretty I'm cool. So we'll see more of him. Um, but yeah, that was it for all that stuff. Um, I'm like mild. <laughs> they were, they put a statement on Supergirl that obviously it's coming along nicely, and then we got the pictures of uh, the guy a playing Superman. Superman. Oh, and you mean uh, bushy face? <laughs> the eyebrows there, man. With the chin, practically a unibrow. Just the, the chin. guy with the chin, the most obviously. <laughs> oh, he needs to be crimson chin. chin. Yeah. And that ass, apparently. He is cleft the boy chin. One he apparently has an ass. Yeah. yeah. And apparently ass, yeah. some junk in the trunk. There was a I saw some set photos that actually made his upper body look better than the the EW image gave him credit for. <laughs> so like, I was like, okay, at least maybe the few scenes he'll show up in, you'll be okay. I mean, I hope he, I hope he's great. I hope he does terrific, but, but damn, he does not look, he like, needs to earn it. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he'll need to earn it. Yeah. And before he's the best Superman we've ever had. Oh my God. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay with it if he was the best. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that was it for the CW stuff. Uh, and then we got Doctor Strange. We did. We got a Doctor Strange. Holy shit, dude! That the the fact that you were who, so like excited. the biggest. No, I was just skeptic. the most. I was the most skeptic because That's what in the very first say, trailer, yeah. like a lot of the reality bending stuff felt very campy. It did. Felt oh, yeah. very silly. And here it's just like, nope, brain broken. What do? Nope, what? I'm done. Nope. Like, so, look yeah. how upside down Cody, all of the Cody, who was the biggest is. skeptic, texted us all, like, immediately after cast last week with the most capitalized <laughs> statement ever of, like, have you watched the Doctor Strange Send trailer help. yet? Send help. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah no, I, I, I immediately turned it on. Text, I had to yeah. jump into it, yeah. I gotta find Incredible. out what I, what I said. Remember when I said the Doctor Strange reality bending stuff felt really campy? Yeah, that's gone. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, I like the look of Mads Mikkelsen. He looks really damn. Awesome. My boy Mickelson is gonna be on fire this end of the year. No, absolutely. Jesus fucking Christ! Between that and Rogue, Rogue One, One, he's gonna be like blowing up. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I want for him because he's yeah, yeah. so good. He's such a great actor. Right? Fuck. No. Um. So to give you guys some background with this storyline, from my understanding, uh, in the comics, Baron Mordo was kind of already a villain when this when Mads Mickelson's character was introduced as one of his former proteges. In this, they're kind of cutting out that. Baron Mordo already revealing himself kind of thing. So Mickelson's a former Baron Mordo uh, trainee who's gone rogue and is trying to bring Dormammu to Earth. Yeah, well, and 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 it could that could work well because you want to establish the yeah. uh, the interesting uh, relationship between him and. Uh, I Dr. realized Strange, right? today or I the other day that this movie is going to be a good version of the Green Lantern film. Oh God! No. No. <laughs> Yeah, probably, yeah. but no. <laughs> That's a weird way to say it. Minus no. all the space, space, but, like, but instead, but instead, like, yeah, no, but now it's gonna be magic. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm totally fine space with space magic with Green Lantern. Yeah. And and goddamn, like space magic. But the whole concept that like the guy yeah. training you at the end of the film reveals himself to be the most evil guy because he's both jealous of you, but also he wants to take on a new power, which in this case is Dormammu's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. I was thinking of the word. <laughs> the and then it yeah, I'm just I'm sure. super excited for Chewetel Ejiofor. 4. I'm super Me excited too. for like the entire cast. And I'm gonna be honest, like I love how 
they Marvel just like always is so good at sneaking in those like one lines that always reminds you it's a Marvel film, right? With like the password at the end, the Wi Fi oh, thing. I, I, I thought that was seven. brilliant. That was, my that was brilliant. Like, Reads the ticket, it says, uh, like Shangri La, yeah, Shang- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, What is this, my mantra? And he's like, No, it's not Wi Fi, we're not savages. Yeah, so technology so still exists, but magic's there too now, yeah. so it's great. Um, I'm, so, I'm that's really a really perfect. Match. I'm really, really stoked. excited. Um, Do you see the capes living? Like I love that they. Actually oh my god, that, that moment! And just, and just yeah, that was back. cool. Chills, I thought he magic to that, but you know, if it's a living cape. So the thing was, in the, like in the comics and stuff, it constantly like say he has like he has a magical book, you know, library room or whatever that goes super high. Yeah. The cape will actually fly off and create stairs for him to get a book from a higher shelf. Oh, that's fucking. Cool. And then as he comes down, it just immediately whips up and goes back onto his. his <laughs> or if you go out in public, it'll turn into a scarf. That's cool. So like, that'll be cool if we get in. some of that. I maybe not so. in this one. Maybe in, in future. I imagine future, future one. Yeah. Um, it's there's a guy who comes into my work. Um, I've talked to him a couple while. He's starting to open mm-hmm. up a, a comic book shop over okay. off of um, I think it's like Sheridan and oh, cool. Her- or um, Hampton. Oh, okay. We'll and he's like, it. he's like super stoked for this. He's saying he like Benedict Cumberbatch was like pretty much born for this role in yeah, a lot of ways. It was really between him and like one other actor yeah. that could have done it. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm super stoked. But uh, we got that, and then we got two other con- uh, what's it? Uh, press re- uh, conferences with uh, Thor and with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. So Guardians of the Galaxy, we're getting a trailer that'll be released later uh, to the public. Probably yeah, we'll, we'll around s- the time Doctor Strange comes out? Question mark. Eh, yeah. Yeah. A couple they, weeks. That would be good. really I'd good say... about waiting two weeks from what's released at the con to what will be released online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apparently, so... Baby Groot is like cute as fuck. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> what's cool is that the uh, <laughs> the panel had uh, the Do entire think... set of Ravagers come out in full gear. Oh, in oh, full gear. Yeah. And, and mm. also in uh, in full uh, character. So yes. like Yondu. He's got his head fin back. Head fin, yeah. And then also uh, Jimmy Urine of Mindless Self Indulgence is a Ravager, as Jesus well. Christ. Oh yeah. So that was all that. And then uh, the next thing was uh, Thor. We got their panel, and during that panel, uh, we got a sweet little. What's they gonna showed be off my short. favorite thing ever. It's gonna be a short that gets released later, but it's what was Thor doing during Civil War? I hope he's just having picnics the whole time. <laughs> it's a lot of random scenes like <laughs> that. I just like hope that. it's him and Jane just in a field, just looking. No, at that bitch is dead. She's not talking to him. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. They because out. Natalie Portman is hard to get back on films. She's sure. well, really fucking expensive. She's she's expensive, and then thinking. like also, I think she's kind of done with that role. Because let's be so. honest, the writing for her is bad. Unless yeah. they bad. come back and they're like, "Hey, you want to be girl Thor?" Uh, I hope not. no. <laughs> <laughs> Please <laughs> God, uh, no. Anyways, so yeah, that was all the stuff that happened from Marvel's camp. Apart, from- oh, no. and can we oh. can we mention that sweet ass gladiator armor? Yes, we did. My right. favorite uh, did you guys already tell the world okay. last week? It was a great yeah. Grendel time favorite thing in the world though. Yeah. last thing though is something that came out like yesterday but kind of connects back to it is that luke cage got some of the episodes <laughs> released and they're using <laughs> uh what was it uh rap star gangstar gangstar yeah, gang, gang, <laughs> gangstar <laughs> lyrics as each episode is it titles or is it yeah lyrics? it's, it's yeah. track or sorry it's track it's, titles yeah, as track titles. episode titles i, I kind of if there was like only one improvement i could make on that idea is like if they actually did like different rap songs from like different artists for each I title, so you could like get one from like Tupac or like 
um, like like even like NWA exit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. There was that, but I also thought of like something that was more suitable based upon even the trailer, but also the age of Luke Cage is like Wu Tang because they use so many background background music that's from like the seventies to rap over. And so, like, being Luke Cage was, like, the star of the 70s for Marvel. Yeah. That would have been kind of a neat throwback. The, um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be the fun cool. thing about Jessica Jones was all the titles were uh, quotes from the episode. Yeah. yeah. But then you just get, like, the random ones. AKA. Where there was, like, AKA, that sandwich saved my life. Or that sandwich saved me. Yeah. That was, like, my favorite title. Yeah. That I, I enjoyed <laughs> that one, yeah. Also, hi, John Luke's hanging out in the chat with us. Oh, hello. What up, uh, Apparently, uh, Loki... Whatever the actor's mm-hmm. name is, is dating Taylor Swift. Yes. Tom, Tom Hiddleston is dating. No, let's not even like talk about that. Uh, so, anyways, apparently met the parents, and there's a ring involved, and I see all this shit. Why? I'm gonna ignore that. You reading reading them columns, boy? When I when I was gonna say like really Entertainment Weekly, it is literally in front of me, and I'm like, I guess I could read that. You know what? I would rather do kill myself. Yeah. So, moving on from Comic-Con stuff, yep. um, Blizzard news, there's a couple things I wanted to touch on here. Absolutely. The first being that the virtual ticket for BlizzCon is now available for those who want to purchase it. This gives you three things. One, it gives you the ability to watch all the conferences and everything, and That's you also cool. get a, a backlog of them for future reference where you can watch them later. Just That's case. cool. Um, you get all of the in-game goodies for BlizzCon, which I kind of hate because, like, What's I'm going to BlizzCon, and yeah. everyone else who isn't going still kind of gets the same thing. Yeah. yeah but you get all those things, which is usually just, like, a pet and, like, a card back and some random other shit in the other games. And then the newest thing they did, which is – this is the second year they're doing it. They're allowing um, virtual ticket buyers to purchase the BlizzCon box – or the BlizzCon – Goodie bag. I'm sorry. This year yeah. isn't a box. So. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I saw one of um, uh, Jessica Negri's pictures on Instagram, and she like she got it way way early because there's were a couple people who did a yeah. couple of the big streamers and mm-hmm. stuff. Fuck, yeah. yeah, cosplayers. Yeah. yeah. So. But we'll be one one day. Maybe we'll, we'll see. But like the big things that are in it, there's there's like a BlizzCon tankard. Uh, yeah, I saw that. So yeah. cool. I uh, need a box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else was there? There were dice from Diablo. There's yeah. like a cleaning cloth from yeah. Hearthstone. WoW had like a little reversible coaster that's a horde on one side, Alliance on the other. I thought other. that was really cool. It I'd love cool. to have cool, that. Yeah. Um, Overwatch is an inflatable Reinhardt hammer. Oh, and, I didn't uh, see that one. Heroes uh, is a, um, a it's a guitar pick necklace because it's for ETC Elite Torn Chieftain, who's like a guitar player. He's a guitar he's player. Right. It's, it's 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 great. Not even a bard. He's just metalhead. Okay. <laughs> Good. Turning that shit up to eleven. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second thing. Um, yesterday actually, Blizzard did a little Q and A on to Demon Hunters. To Demon Hunters. Which hunters for those of who have Hunters of the Demons. Which, if you bought Legion early, you got access to them before Legion actually came out, and that is August 9th. So, Ooh. if you pre-purchased Legion, you will get them a whole three weeks before the expansion. Right. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm really fucking excited. Um, I got to play the, the opening questline a little bit at BlizzCon, and I've said this before, that the opening questline for Death Knights is one of my favorite things in the game. It's really cool. Have you finished it? I don't know. Okay. Well, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's and I knowing it's like really I cool. If you've been, uh, Demon Hunters will be very similar to that, but with Illidan because he's cooler yeah. and shit. Because I got through the seed stuff and I don't remember where I'm at now. Yeah, regardless, but it, it's long. It takes about two three hours. 
Anyway, yeah. and then we got to the announcement of the next Hearthstone adventure, which it had been leaked that it was going to be to do with um, Karazhan, which those who have seen the the WoW or the Warcraft movie saw Karazhan in it. Mm-hmm. It's a party. It's a party. Medivh's throwing a party. Yeah. And it's like a <laughs> disco party. That trailer you showed me, like I totally oh, yeah. understand what you were like, what the fuck is this? No, I, I saw it too, and I'm like... Huh? It's it's real weird. But I'm you real, know they have fun. They have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm real excited. The first wing drops uh, August 11th. Mm-hmm. Four wings, twenty dollars usual. Forty five new cards. Cool. It'll be fun. Uh, John looked at this. Ask a question in the chat. Any news for third party pre orders for Legion? Um, it, unfortunately, John Luke, it seems like you're pretty much not going to be able to get them early. the The big thing that people were concerned about with this was there is a Wardlave purchasable only during the pre-patch event. And people were like, oh, if I didn't pre-purchase it, am I going to miss out on this cool Wargrave? They're making it buy on account, so where you can actually buy it on any character and send it to your, to your Demon Hunter later. Oh, cool. So, unfortunately, it doesn't look like you're going to be able to play it before, like everyone else. So the queue would just be during pre-patch. Make sure you go purchase that and then... Yeah, because the, the also the other thing that is coming with Demon Hunters is the Demon Invasion event, which is this running around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun. So cool, cool, excited, yay, yay! So, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance came out last week. Yeah, um, that's a thing. That so, Ultimate Alliance one and two came out on the modern consoles, Xbox One, PS4, and then they also got updated to the modern PC because there was an old PC version for can, one, not for, for one. two. Yep, but the PC versions are real bad. Uh, this is due in Shit part port. to the way that they did the controls. Because uh, a lot of people, that even the most positive responses were like, "If I, I look through rose tinted glasses, I love this game a lot, but the control system is fucked." I would argue that they didn't do the controls. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because <laughs> uh, basically, what it's coming down to is there's not really good. You can't do any adjustments to the, the controller mapping when you're mm. using like a game controller. Uh, for instance, L1 and R1 take the triggers, like the R2 and L2 uh-huh. buttons, and then those buttons don't exist on the controller. And in the most mon- uh, main games use the d-pad to swap between the characters you can't do that at all the d-pad doesn't work so there's no way to swap with the controller and then on the keyboard the key mapping is really messed up so i was so watching like, what a, the point um, is the, oh, i was nice. watching a total biscuit video on it oh. and like apparently like one the space bar and three is jump because you because that's a thing okay and then like control one two three four like all the abilities that's dumb it's that's like really... what the fuck there's, there's so one two three four are supposed to be the face buttons then X Y A and B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, even on the controllers too, uh, A and X were swapped. Jesus really? Christ! And A wasn't, or actually, what Literally it was was un- jump, move to X, and then uh, A button did nothing. The only thing they need to do to fix this is just let customizable controllers be a just, thing. And, yeah, them. no, it's easy. And then uh, the audio was like super fucked for yep. uh, two. Yeah. Like, it's like super bad. Yep, it's really bad. Uh, Xbox One had only one problem, which was that the achievements weren't loading correctly and then they weren't uh, activating correctly. Since then, that patch has already gone through and fixed that. Um, is there anything for PS4? PS4 okay. has not had any issues whatsoever. Guess I'm uh, playing that on the 4. They also yeah. did just yeah. um, I mean, that, tweets you know, yeah. not long before we started this that um, a fix is in the works for the PC version, and then they're doing the DLC packs in some way, shape, or form. So the problem was is that uh, when you buy the bundle, or even just two on its own, you got all the DLC. Like, you got all those characters, Juggernaut, Magneto, uh, Carnage, all those characters. Mm-hmm. 
on the uh, first game, the DLC was locked to the Xbox 360, and two characters were locked to a pre-purchase bundle. So you never. So since those were tied up with certain licenses, they couldn't have them ready for the game, and so it launched with no DLC for one. So this is probably them going back and fixing that issue because it doesn't no longer pertain to the generation that it existed in. So yeah. they've got to patch those characters in because it's people like the Hulk and a couple other characters that were not around at launch <laughs> for the game. So the Hulk, look for know, that later. Yeah. The small Marvel character that is the, the small, Hulk. No, yeah. <laughs> small, no, not a huge follower. But that being you know, said, no really I will be is. buying it the day this goes up and then probably play it on stream on Thursday. Yes. So get hype. Maybe mm-hmm. do like there will be some of us. Like I said, PS4 is not broken. So yeah, yeah some of us, if not all of us, kind of hanging out too. Mm-hmm. So switching over to the DC side now for the rest of the news. Yep. Um, Justice League Dark. Matt Ryan is going to be Preach. returning Yay. to voice Constantine. Yep. Interesting. That's cool. Um, this is that single movie about a team that is all supernatural based. So it's like Dead Man and uh, Spectre and all those characters. <laughs> yeah. Dead Man. I know. <laughs> Dead Man's the funniest because it was like he even has like a Jersey accent. Nice. Really thick one. God or Boston. It. Some, it's something obnoxious. Hey, yo, you're a dead man. Uh, no, it's me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. that's I'm I'm dead I'm, man. My my only power is that I can possess people. That's me. Uh, I'm excited because you know, yeah. regardless, we're probably gonna get more Matt Ryan in CW eventually. Yeah. I think it's all but confirmed at this point. Basically, the the this with this announcement, the like some of the guy, head guys at CW also said that, like it, it, there's not really any hope for it at the moment. But if it ever did, the only person that can do it is Matt Ryan. So he's fucking brilliant. Yeah, obviously he keeps coming back as the character, so I love it. He's such a good Constantine. Network dropped you. Now nah, we're gonna take you here. We're gonna pick you up over here. Gonna yep. do, I gotta go watch that. it on Seed and show them that I support the show. I still, still. need to do that. <laughs> do that soon here. Um, oh, next, God. moving on. Suicide Squad. One of the most popular theories involving the movie was that our, this iteration of the Joker was in fact Jason Todd. Thank God. It has it been not. debunked. Mm. No more. Um, Hashtag and totally as an extension, they kind of also uh, denied any Robin connection whatsoever. Um, Did they really? I thought it yeah. was just Jason Todd. No, because they were asked, like, <laughs> nope, it's is Jason. he formerly Jason Todd or, or a, a, a Robin? And they were like, no, I don't know how that ro- that rumor started. Yeah, like, the interview was really funny, actually. The whole thing was, uh, I think the bigger piece was that he said that he felt the Joker was almost like an ancient figure, so he couldn't be that. Yeah, and yeah. before like they were asking him to like, what was the most like annoying thing during the production that you couldn't really like talk about? And he's like, this theory. Like every time I go on Twitter and see that, mm-hmm. drove me crazy. Why couldn't he talk about it? I had you know probably certain type of release schedule, NDA agreements. How was, like I just don't understand why there'd be an NDA for um something like that. For Changes. Like, I mean, oh, no, I assume it's, it's because happening. like yeah, the setup is somewhere in there. And so they didn't want to limit the possibility of switching things to that origin. Yeah. No. Or, or he just did. never got they, the right outlet to talk about What they did, it. there was an NDA because that was actually what was going to happen. And then they were like, fuck. People are we should not do this. <laughs> well, what's interesting too, side note, is uh, David Iyer, the director of Suicide Squad, is the one that chose to make uh, Jared Leto's Joker look the way it does with mm-hmm. all the tattoos and teeth okay. and everything. And that was not part of Jared Leto's like creation of the Joker at all. So like that's what's weird is that Jerry Leto takes it from a point of like, this character is really ancient. He's just seen endless violence and he has no like negative reaction to it. 
And then David Ayer's like, no let's make it really modern and add tattoos and a grill. No negative reaction to it, except for all the fucking tattoos he's got now. I'm just, personally, I, one way or the other, like, we had reactions when certain looks happened for, you know, uh, another mm-hmm. performance that we think now is iconic. But regardless, it's up to Jared Leto to bring it out. And yeah. from the way he sounds, it sounds like he will. So yep. tentatively reserving Something my thoughts Something I forgot to mention about this, too, was that... uh Sometime around this interview, there was also uh, confirmation that uh, Ezra Miller's The Flash will be in Suicide Squad for one scene. Really? Oh, no joke. I didn't uh, even catch that. The heavy theory is that since the way that they released the cast listing, it's in order of appearance. And he shows up right after Boomerang. So people are surmising that maybe we see him get captured and thrown in prison. By Flash? By the Flash. That'd be great. Before That'd actually Boomerang. be fantastic. Um, that would be okay with The that other too. thing that we saw with that is that Ben Affleck is not credited anywhere in that listing. So they might have done a body double for the sake of that scene if it's a really short scene. Unnamed, it's just unnamed, unnamed guy number one. Yep. As That's Batman, weird. Right? That is very weird. Because I, I just I think Ben Affleck personally would have been upset with that. And I would have because he really likes the character. Unless they didn't want to fund him. Yeah. For one scene. Like, here's $20,000, jump on Also, the car. there's also filming <laughs> schedules. I'm not really sure if that would have clashed with What it. else is he filming right now, though? Well, Justice at the League. time... Just, that, other than Justice yeah. League, obviously. Well, more importantly, right. at the time he did that scene, that was probably when they were doing, like, reshoots or retakes like for... Uh, Justice, Justice League should be done by now. Not, not that he has no, to decorate the middle of filming still. That footage we saw was them shoving a bunch of scenes together and prepping some special effects to make it not look like crap jesus christ okay so like that's where i realized i'm like maybe that lightning's not fine uh, i hope so yeah <laughs> the biggest problem with that trailer like what i realized about that lightning too side note is uh like okay the electricity is just ridiculous there's off. a lot of it and just, it's wrong it's colors. Just so much i can the, i can understand their mentality on the color because there's a lot of times where when the uh art directors go in and they'll look at stuff they'll look at how a yellow tint or red tint uh, you know so on and so forth and they'll pick the one that lets you see the scene the best without interfering with the scene so they may have chosen the blue light because everything is so dark and it naturally like illuminates better but throwing up that much electricity behind him is ridiculous. that was that was the like, one thing like the color didn't bother you as much as like here's a freaking thunderstorm for moving in, two inches and now it's in front of him fucking flash shoes and thunderbolt so, over here yeah right so uh i've been reading obviously like the new flash stuff and something that stood out to me was like in all the panels with him whenever he activates the speed force like the line work glows and then it just looks like a general like static across his body rather than like emanating from him vastly so right. that's what i'm kind of hoping they do I don't know. Or just like the little baby trails, like even how they done it in CW. It was like fine. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, it's simple. But yeah. Last thing that we wanted to talk about is uh, Anthony and I yeah. saw The Killing Joke. And we wanted yes. to do a little mini review. There will be slight spoilers to the plot. If you do not want to hear them, skip over to the topic, which will be happening here yeah. as a, right as after a, this. Yeah, as a quick review for those of you that uh, will be skipping, literally. Go see half of it. <laughs> anyway, let's go get see into the half you care about. Second half, half. Yeah. 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 So you have to sit through the first half. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. the The first half of the movie, it's it's kind of crazy because the directors pretty much said like they wanted to tell a, a Batgirl story, which I'm all on board for. Yeah, we're all yeah, on board for it. Because you don't want to you don't want to get to that point in maybe the comic at the time. And if I'm not mistaken, it did get some heat for it being quote unquote like sexist because it was like. It was, you know, kind of degrading towards Batgirl mm-hmm. in a way, and also her father, Jim Gordon. Yeah. But 
they wanted to show her being a strong female instead of just someone who gets shot for the sake of the plot, you know? And that idea is great. And yeah, sure, you need more time in a movie that would only be 30, 40 minutes, minutes yeah, or so. long without that. But the disjointed nature of the story is just like, its biggest problem. Like it has liter- no reason. It, there's no connection. And yeah. Zane made this comment when we were talking about this before the cast, but... Mm-hmm. Literally, you get done with this like twenty minute story arc, and then the 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 screen fades to black, and then like Killing Joke starts, and it's like, it's, so you literally just like slapped this on the beginning. Yeah, it yep. feels like a bad screen wipe from the the prequel Star Wars movies. Like yeah. one of the biggest oh problems with the movies God, is like every scene is a screen wipe. Black. Yeah. Now wipe back in. New, new scene. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. New, new, scene. Mo- new movie. What wipe this? Black. So Hold on. The biggest. Hold on. So with that okay, sexism piece though, the the biggest reason is because. The setup of it is, like, she's working in a library at college. She's bragging to all her friends that she's got a guy in mind, like a friend. or you know, Yoga instructor. Yeah. And the then, yoga's great. The yoga's yeah. great. I can't go to any other yoga instructor. I, and then in the background, she's pining over Batman and really, like, I want him. And then they eventually fuck. That does happen in the film. <laughs> That's yeah, just literally on top I, of, like, a dark, stormy tower. Yeah. The most moody After way the most, ever. Okay, so the wait, only the way, way Batman she, would reasonably fuck anyone. Yeah, yeah, which is, which is, is Batman. Batman's thing, yes. But she uh, made a costume to go out and get his attention, too, before this. So she goes and, like, tries really hard to get his attention. Jesus nails Christ. him. And then they do a whole set of scenes that's, like, an awkward breakup or, or one-night <laughs> Yeah, it's so weird. Because like, oh my God. she tries to get a hold of him, and he neglects her and, re- and rejects her. And then no, she I'm, just says flat I'm out, like, it was so. just a fuck, don't worry this about it. It was just sex. I, I'm yeah. not worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> and Which makes it more awkward for him. Yeah. And, and then it's just layered in. We just until, banged, it's fine. And there's this whole other, like, plot <laughs> line with this Paris, France character yeah. that's just ridiculous. <laughs> and he's how the apparently, th- this character, literally all the time, Batman says, he's objectifying you. You can't be this yeah. close. He's objectifying. He this like four or five times it's After, like annoying it's it's like he internalized all of his like shame and turned it against this character right. john luke makes a very good point here being our our yeah our batman guy here Not telling a batgirl story is all well and good but to me the killing joke has always been a joker story first and a barbara gordon story second Agreed. the killing joke is also the first time we had a somewhat definitive pass for the joker the fact he wasn't in a third of the movie was disappointing yeah yep. exactly and the entire setup too we had this great kind of like documentary style opening where Mark Hamill talking Mark, and yeah, stuff. Mark Hamill explains like hit like the character of the Joker why it's so important to him and they even relate back to how lucky he was to not only get the iconic character of Luke Skywalker but to do it again lightning struck twice for him and yeah. then he gets the Joker and it's like incredible technically three times if you start to include uh, all of his appearances as a uh, trickster sure yeah, yeah exactly and we all know how much Hamill loves comics Come on. I mean, that's a that's <laughs> lightning struck there, too. Four yeah. times. How do you do that? Yeah, but that's Being what we're saying. Like, it, was, it was this really heartfelt opening, and you're getting excited, and then we get this terrible 20, 30-minute, whatever-have-you plot to the story that mm-hmm. relates nothing to the entire opening and that that amazing jokerness, you yeah, know, of the, yeah. of the killing joke. And by the time we get to the killing joke, you're almost like, why are we here again? And yeah. but then mm-hmm. once then you get starts, to it, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you get, once you get lost in the joke, yeah, the, the, and the, then that's cool. But the three big things for me coming out of the movie as positives: yeah. one, I mean, Mark Hamill's a Joker, mm-hmm. classic, and um, wow, I can't remember his name right now. Batman. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I was Matt was in my brain for a second. Okay. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Matt um, can't wait to see that tonight. Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, excellent. 
Like, you can't go wrong with them, too. That's true. Two, the Killing Joke stuff that was pulled directly from the story was great. Mm-hmm. It was done very, very well. Yeah. And three, for me, the animation as a whole yeah. was great. Yeah. Well, and adapting the Killing Joke, literally, there's so many moments that look straight out of the comic. Mm-hmm. It was so good in those in those moments. But, yeah. man, like, that just first part really kills it. And it, it turns what would be a good eight or nine movie to a six. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how bad it is. So I've, I'll, something else that came out within the scope of all this is Kevin Conroy did an interview about Justice League action. We're about to see this fall. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he said he played that version of Batman the exact same as he did in The Killing Joke. So does that give you any hope or dismay towards Justice he League? He got fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, but... He, him playing the part is, is the mentality. Technically, that, that other half, though, of the Batman, that, that actually... I mean, Batman as a whole is fine. Yeah, that's that's fine. Fuck Barbara Gordon! Yeah, apparently. No, just as a whole, just there. <laughs> God damn it. I, I, I made this comment, and I have to make it. I have to make it in no, recording. Do it, do it. I do. Uh, the biggest joke I had coming out of this movie was uh, Barbara Gordon is not about that dick in this movie. And if you don't understand that joke, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I'll clear it up for everybody. Barbara Gordon, Dick Grayson, loves Dick Grayson. She's all about that dick. Apparently but not so in this movie. The other thing movie. that also, I guess the, the bigger the thing dicks. that really bothered me sourcing into all that initial dicks. part being so bad was also the fact that the creators stood behind it based upon three, like two major things. And that was like they took out select issues from around the 60s and 70s that highlighted like a weird sexual tension there. And then they also highlighted the 60s TV show, which was full of just weird flamboyant sex ass, stuff ass, all ass, the time. Ass. And, and like <laughs> subtle undertones of just sex, uh, you know, repressed sexual behaviors in that 60s TV show. So that's yeah. like the worst possible examples for why you would justify this whole first portion. No, like what they backed it up. With. John Luke's comment really just did it for me. Like yeah. it hit it hardcore. They could have done a lot of more stuff with the Joker, set it up a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Well, and another thing uh, coming out of the movie, and uh, maybe this is where we'll sum it up. Even the Killing Joke part, because. The Killing Joke is such the genesis for many of the Jokers we've gotten. It does feel like we've been there and we've done that. Yeah. Even with that Killing Joke mm-hmm. part. It was so well done, but at the same time, it's nothing new in a sense. Mm-hmm. So, agree. yeah. And uh, I guess that's like my final take on it. It's a six movie for me. And yeah. it sucks because I was so hyped. It was still an enjoyable so experience. You never go in hyped for anything. Wow. <laughs> you, can't, you can't change that, though. you got to be honest with your feelings. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. I mean, I'll just never be hyped for anything as I was again as uh, Avengers 2, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Don't remind me of that torture. Yeah. Trauma. <laughs> it's almost like it was a killing joke. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> go home. <laughs> go home. <laughs> I am home. Oh, yeah. You oh, go yeah. home. You little dick nugget. So, uh, do we want to take but the left think... turn into a totally different subject? Absolutely. Yeah, that pretty much. Topic? So, topic. Kind of comes from a Kotaku article mm. that I had shared to the, uh, the Geek Domination Facebook mm-hmm. earlier this week. Sponsor, uh, go follow us on Facebook if you haven't before. It's not really a sponsor, but a plug for plug. our Facebook. Yeah. Plug, yeah. Um, I'm pulling up the article right now. Shameless. Give me a, one moment, please. I'm sorry. There was a Kotaku. No, it was not a, the Wii U. It was about the game. Oh, my God. Load, please. <laughs> well, yeah, and the sales report just dropped for Nintendo, and it's, like, terrible. I My favorite thing was, like, Pokemon Go comes out. Stock price of Nintendo. Rocket. People realize Nintendo has like nothing to do with Pokemon Go. Stock prices plummet. And that's the thing. It's like, oh yeah, it was the Pokemon company in Niantic. And then like there's what Nintendo, I, what I Nintendo really reaping a little bit off the 15% cut. 15% is yeah. the day before fee. 
the yeah. day before Pokemon Go dropped in America. I should have bought stock and then sold it the right, week after. Yeah, the week like later. the day after. It was well, by the end of its run, it was like twenty three percent skyrocketed yeah. by the end of that week. So yeah, that, you that hit would that have week been... mark, sell it, and then it plummets again. So else if pissed. I had a time machine, <laughs> the Kotaku article is called "The Wii U Has No Games: A Study." Because that's always the biggest complaint of the Wii U. It's not true by Isn't now. Study? By now, you're correct. But it's still just like, oh, the Wii U just hasn't, doesn't have any games. You know, all this the stuff. Cost and the cost is too high. The cost is too high, blah, 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 blah. He gives, like, a lot of really cool stuff. He actually, like, brings in some numbers from past Nintendo consoles and stuff. I recommend giving it a listen. But the whole thing for this kind of expired me to do a topic since NX is right around the corner. We've more new, like, yeah, April-ish. we've got total like crazy rumors on it. Crazy too, rumors yeah. on it being potentially a handheld console with a TV dock, which is just all kinds of craziness. Just, so yeah, that doesn't. I'm just, I'm not going to so, think anything until we actually see for real. Right, and and those rumors, I'll just explain it the better because I'm sure that you got a little confused. No, I, I okay. Well, basically, yeah, because basically it looks like a, a weird 3DS gamepad hybrid from all the schematics, and then the controllers pop off when you put it on your home dock to then big screen mode. Yeah, but like literally, the home dock is just like a display yep. it doesn't like add any additional processing a, power or anything it's just a right. port to your tv it's like literally if we just threw an hdmi port on the 3ds no, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like what it was that's what it is. pretty much what and it then, is and then you can pop the sides off and have a controller that's what it looks so, like yeah but so you can have the little controller or the big controller that's ooh. so just just to be clear here you both have wii u's i have a wii u i bought it for star fox and you know that that's the thing you do not correct i do not correct yeah. so that's why i want to make sure Good balance. but Good the it. whole yeah. topic here is is the wii u a success or a failure mm-hmm. go S- discuss yeah who, want, who wants to start it off um i'll kick it off i guess okay uh, i would say that in many ways it is a success because they made back as much as they've sunk into the project of developing and our research and all that stuff. In addition, by the end of its lifespan, it's had a plethora of games that you should probably try out and play because they're really fun. The last thing is that the, the way they refined their motion control from the Wii to now has been so dramatic that I would say that they made leaps and bounds just due to the tech stuff that they've been implemented. This being said, that while not being extremely well-received, it does support them in what they're going to do in their next endeavor because they've realized we was a fluke being that it appealed to everybody yeah, and they didn't plan for that. The Wii U was them kind of trying to lean more into that and it didn't work because all the hardcores are the ones who are buying Nintendo stuff because they're all between the age of like 20 and 40. So that's the big thing for me is I think that the ne- the NX and what comes next in general for Nintendo really will define success and failure for the company. And the Wii U was a stepping stone on that path to success. See, and it's funny. So my argument um, is going to be similar to yours in that respect, but a little bit opposite. Okay. I'm going to go with failure. The only reason why is because I'm looking at it from a perspective of like, like what are what are gamers playing? What are they they buying those games for? Us back in the day, yeah, we bought the Wii U because we know Nintendo has that great first party like mm-hmm. support. Um, and actually JL brought up a comment that I responded to an in Instagram where it's like, he bought it for those Zelda games, those Zelda experiences. And I totally get that. It's the same reason why I bought it for like super smash. I bought it for, I literally bought it for star Fox. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. There you go. There are reasons to get the console. Um, and then from a certain perspective, like you said, yeah, like mm-hmm. the, the library is vastly improved towards the end of its cycle. Although now it's done. <laughs> yeah. Well, one more, one last, <laughs> well, one last hurrah yeah, into the sunset. 
Um, but at the same time, there is no, practically no third-party support. And which, when you look at the numbers and which you look at people playing games, those third-party games are what what people are playing the consoles for. PS4 one because it has so many great third-party games even xbox one doesn't get all the third-party games sometimes Mm -hmm. that it does and those third-party games aren't as good on it in many respects um and also when you look at it now between the wii and the wii u and the fact that they tried to repeat the wii's success in many ways now we're focusing on a time where literally when you think of the younger gamers they're not thinking of nintendo Mm -hmm. like it's gone it's gone so now where you were saying there are certain things that they've learned are going to try and repeat on the NX. I think they they missed the the boat so bad on this that the NX is going to come out and people aren't going to like the NX not has buy to it. blow people out of the. They really universe. have to sell it. Really it. Does. Yeah. But I think the Wii U did not help with that selling and that image. So Nintendo. coming off of what you just yeah. said here, um, I'm not actually going to label it being a success or a failure because I'm a, probably smart. I'm a, I'm a dickwad like that. I mean, <laughs> want to propose this topic? You're the gray a... fucking Jedi. <laughs> you ass. Third party, the fuck out of this. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's uh, some numbers. This yeah. is pulled directly from the Kotaku article. It's it's kind of funny because people always say the biggest problem with the Wii and the Wii U is that there was no third party support. Straight numbers. Uh, original Wii had 55 titles released by Nintendo 1200 third party games Jeez, the Wii but yeah. for the I Wii mean, how many of those did we play though three yeah. and I can name the three <laughs> yeah. okay I'm sorry do it do it four. this is cool it's four yeah, actually this is cool. Okami yep no more heroes okay no more heroes two yep Mad World no yeah that's those were the ones <laughs> I would have picked up that's where I got all my guitar heroes on was on the Wii Really? Almost all of them. Okay. Well. That's a good point, too. Um, I got Conduit from Sega. That was really good. Oh, Conduit was a good game. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a couple others, but yeah. No, it's a small selection. So, bringing this to the Wii U. 39 games released by Nintendo for the Wii U. 118 third party. That's it. According to this, like the Wii U has like 160 games, and that's it. I did forget about something though. Side, side note: uh, the massive uh, improvements on Virtual Console. Correct. I was just about to say that too. The Virtual Console is going to be a big selling point for hardcore Nintendo fans. Here's my biggest problem, if you will, mm-hmm. with Nintendo. And let me fully flush this out before you jump to conclusions I, I here. Conclude probably already what you're going to say. Okay. <laughs> the problem with Nintendo is they have these great franchises. Mm-hmm. You know, Mario, Zelda, Star Fox. Star or um, Super Metroid. Smash Bros, Metroid, Pikmin, Animal mm. Crossing for Christ's sakes! Like there are certain franchises that people are going to flock for the certain console for Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem for yeah. you exactly. I think Nintendo needs a little bit more originality in their lives, absolutely. Because look at it this way: Super Smash Bros for the Wii U. No one's denying it's a great game. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's an amazing game. This is the fourth Super Smash Bros. game, and pretty much just it's done. new characters. Yeah. Like, there's no improving on the formula at this point. Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Great game. How many ways can we do Mario Kart? Added a couple of things, but really it's still It's the still the same game, but people are still buying it. Because they're, they're, they're great single games, but the question is, and I think this is where you're going, how long does that last? Exactly. exactly. I mean, like, Breath of the Wild is about to come out. Mm-hmm. Obviously the most original Zelda we've had in a while. I'm curious to see how successful it is 
just because it's departuring from the formula. core formula that's been around since uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much every Zelda yeah. game for the last like ten years has been a, has been a remake of or, a Link's Awakening. Or it's not Link's, uh, Link's Link to the past. Yeah, yeah I was about to say. So, it's it's hard because I mean like, and then you have me who bought the Wii U for Star Fox, which is actually like the most original they've done with like one of their newer franchises, and then like no one likes it. Yeah. Even you gave it a very middling review. I mean, it's, yeah. I gave it you know, middling positive. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. I'm I'm not disappointed. Your review was pretty salty. It was not that salty. Go back I and mean, reread your review. Cody, it wasn't Cody, that salty. You get really salty. <laughs> I review. I am salty. <laughs> That's true. He is I think salt. I think maybe the nature <laughs> of Cody. He, made he is the salt. salt. I'm the salt. He's salt and salt sass. This is all of it. He's, wow. the, girl, he's the little white girl on the front of the kosher salt. That's, wow. Okay. Wow. So, anyways, no. Uh, Resident Evil Four, for though, for the Wii from John Luke. No, that was the shit. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that one. Again, so like it's 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 kind of funny that we like one of the biggest problems like we was like oh it had no third party support and then it had over twelve hundred games well, for and third it was party. Easy to code for, really easy mm-hmm. to code for. Yeah. I think the I think the biggest problem is that people don't realize how many third parties support was on the Wii, and then when you talk to actual gamers that know it, everything that's why we say the Wii U doesn't have as much third party well, support. Yeah. Again, compared oh, yeah. to, compared yeah. to the Wii, Wii no, U literally has nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Dog shit. One percent, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And ten. Ten. And yeah. no. Yeah. So the hundred and thirty yeah, yeah. as opposed yeah. to twelve hundred. So yeah. And to be honest, too, when you also look at the third party games that did come to it, a lot of them are really shit substandard ports. I like mean, Batman Arkham. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of Jesus. a different game. I, I get that, though. but like it, it paraded as like the third no, party. No, that was the thing. Like, like, the they came out with the Wii U, and it's like, here's all these third party games. You're going to be able to play for it. Yeah. Here's a hundred games. <laughs> We're only going to provide here's, like 30 And they come out a year and a half to two years after the original release no, of the yeah. games came out. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll agree with that part. Like, the, the third-party support has not been there, but the functional mechanics that they've created within the Wii U have been really leaps and bound because, like, you look at also the uh, the NFC advancements they've made to, with the Amiibo. Yeah, to a degree, yeah. Um, so they've made it, this has been more of like a technological test ground than it has been a re- an actual game release, and we're all bought in on the weird betas of it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I bought. That's the best. <laughs> bought my Wii U. Nintendo Greenlight. Yeah, yeah. Bought my yeah Wii U. basically. Bought my Wii U. Uh, two day no a day before Star no it was like one or two days before you Star paid Fox for it a day before I want to say all I know is I was playing Metroid Fusion and I was just having a fucking grand old time on my Wii U bought now, a Wii U gotta go play Fusion let's see because how I did it was three years ago I bought the Wii U right at like Mario Kart 8 knowing the fact that like, I remember three that. months later was gonna be uh, Super Smash Brothers and then like four more months later it was gonna be like another one and one of the game that we kind of forget to mention is Hyrule Warriors no yeah that was that actually that like was a huge success for the Wii U in my opinion it was uh, the other one the other big one that I forgot about Splatoon Splatoon was huge for a lot of shockingly people. Shockingly oh, good. Yeah. Like, a finally Bayonetta. a first-person shooter. And Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2. Really well on... Because... It, well, on, it's weird because, like, people loved the game that played it, but a lot of people were felt shafted because the original came out across most platforms. And yep. the inverse, unfortunately, for Bayonetta 2. But yep. people forget that literally Nintendo paid for the game to be made. They couldn't yep. get support for it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. So... My opinion. Your opinion. The person yeah. here who doesn't have a Wii U plays I'm interested. Have Wii U, <laughs> but has played all of ours. <laughs> I, have, I have played, yeah, on every single <laughs> one of yours, except for Anthony's. Yeah, 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 vicariously yeah. through us. Now, from a business model, I mean, yes, they made all their money back and mm-hmm. then some. So, 
there it was a success but from a gaming standpoint a lot like anthony said i feel like it was a failure Mm -hmm. because the first time i've really thought about getting a wii u was a couple of weeks ago when I was like, you know what sounds really cool? That new Zelda game that's going to come out. Yep. The last game in their roster <laughs> is the one that pulls yeah, me to the, it. Yeah, the, oh, the riding off into the sunset the, game. Yeah, the, the sunset game. Like, yeah. yeah, I could get on board with this. Yeah. That's the first game I really wanted from this. Now, you know, a lot of them, like, I had, I had played the shit out of Hyrule Warriors with you. And I played, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Smash Brothers and um, Mario Kart. Yep. But... None of that was enough to pull me in. This is the first new thing. You know what we should get before it dies? Splatoon. Yeah, it's let's done. Do it. Well, they no, did... I mean before the console's dead. But um, <laughs> they were doing like their like event, like little tournament things. Mm-hmm. They just did their last one. Huh. So well, and the, the other problem with yeah. Splatfest. Yeah. That's what it's called. That's, yeah. Splatfest. Yeah. Four four servers on Nintendo. Splatoon's pretty good, but still Nintendo servers. Mm-hmm. They're so. pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> and Real there's bad. like. The uh, you can't do any voice chat on it. That's you have so to go through dumb. Third, yeah, third uh, there's party that, things. And then there's and also the uh, annoying. fact no that the Wii U does not come with an Ethernet port. Yep. Oh my god. Forgot about yeah. that. They have to get god, an extra never port. mind. I mean, I'm not buying one. Let's be honest. Yeah. Actually, like it doesn't have an Ethernet port, but like generally the Wi-Fi for the Wii U is like it's like a fucking rocket. And it's like true. downloads like huge games like four seconds, and it's like all done. Yep, that's true. No, um. I would say, but yeah, overall, I think it's really a positive experience because, like, we've all had positive experience playing it. It's like, just, it's hard when, you know. It yeah, is. it's just, I'm trying to look at, like, the future for Nintendo and what they need to sell the NX on it. And the yeah. Wii U just, in my mind, didn't help because when I talk to other people, they're like, oh, oh Nintendo. Yeah, like, yeah, they just, they've forgotten the glorious no, nature right. of Nintendo. Uh, and I I'll, loved them back when I was, you know, Oh, we all did. I mean, even the Wii. Cause... Like, the Wii, like, is it, was it the most selling console of all time at this point? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Was that or PS2? It one of the two. everyone. Yeah, literally everyone had a Wii. I think everyone still has a Wii. I think <laughs> everyone still has a Wii. In their closets. Nobody, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because nobody could get rid of them because nobody else is buying them because we all fucking have one. Yeah. yeah. No, so I was actually going to put this out there, too. So, as an adjacent piece of this topic, where do you guys stand, then, on the 3DS? 3DS is fucking amazing. Okay. Done. See, yeah, their, so, their handheld game has always been stronger. Bat, okay, eh, so now... No. Well, yeah. just, well not always, but I just, since GameCube, at least. I feel like they... Well, their handheld game has been strong I feel always, like... Well, I mean, when you consider well, but, Game Boy. Sorry, stronger. Like, GameCube came out, GameCube was awesome, right. but after that handheld really the whole 3d over. i mean i think the ds as a whole thing is actually probably the most selling console at this point if you include as a whole yeah but they are different um but i mean i feel like they've been able to experiment more with the 3d or this the ds as a whole well yeah and that well that's the kind of all i was circling back towards was basically like okay so we had these reports come out that the nx is supposedly a hybrid mobile and like a, a handheld and a physical console so if you tie that all in together their reputation on handhelds has been insane well but the problem is too like when you talk to a lot of people and this is the interesting thing so mm-hmm. again i'm gonna plug in kind of funny no, here because they're it. the only ones championing the vita because they li- they reference the I vita island the vita. all the time you and they've one? explained I it want one. No, oh, they've, they've explained it they've explained it very well that the vita actually has an incredible lineup and the games play well 
Like for well, a handhold ports for, for John Luke, games. it was Crossbox. oh, I can play my games laying on my couch. That's, yeah, that's like what this. I wanted for. <laughs> exactly. That was like basically the, yeah, yeah. the laziness. <laughs> yeah, and why? Well, and why the fuck not? You, you know, trying to raid. Using no, like, <laughs> stop <laughs> it. Well, and they also totally they also bring try, up though. yeah they also bring up the point the, uh, the the point that it's like it's a great like airplane game and because yeah. they're 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 doing what they do like they're traveling all the time Vita is the easiest thing to play all the games on yeah. and in many ways that's how I felt uh, with the 3ds but mm. the games there were so Nintendo versus anything else so, so true, right? I wish I could get another flavor with the Vita but when most people think of a handheld they think just the 3ds or your phone then again at this point and i was gonna say but then the also other point is too who thinks handheld anymore a lot of people but, but I, don't, of people. I don't here's the problem but mobile that's what i'm saying they don't they don't think another console for it they i don't think, think people mobile are thinking is, mobile anymore they're thinking that, either your phone or just 3ds yeah that's yeah. about it yeah actually and, that, and that's what right. i'm saying like, console like overall we've always had like, like over the last several years no. we've had console game is dying because yeah. mobile and, in this case, handheld have been surviving. I mean, we went to SGC, and it was psychotic how many handhelds there were. Sure. But I also <laughs> think there's also the the non-hardcore gamers are going to still buy consoles because it's the easiest way to experience your gaming, your games. Like, it's right. the easiest barrier of entry. Um, and, and to be honest, I think with the PS4 being as successful again mm-hmm. as it is, it shows that if you, you make a console right, it still sells like crazy and oh, people absolutely. want it. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole the whole anything is dying thing isn't true until yeah. it's true. Right. Yeah. And right up until the point it dies. Except for, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Except for E3. No, I don't even think E3's dying at this I mean, point. I think it is. No, I mean, the, co- the, the conference yeah. thing is fine. Well, and what's, what's and that's, E3? That's the, the part that though, people yeah. care about E3. Yeah. Regardless, um, I don't know. Like the and Ransom actually made a very good point in here. Um, it seems like Nintendo focused more on 3DS games than they did focus on the Wii U games. I think that's true for two yeah. reasons. Yes. One, everyone has a 3DS, so let's pump out more games for this shit. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm I'm gonna assume that 3DS games are probably easier to make than Wii U games. I yeah. don't probably. I'd say so. Question mark. Uh, I, I mean, think I, it is because I mean, they're they're technically dealing with an operating system that was developed back in 2001. I don't know because the D because all DS games are still compatible. Also, side note, I just remembered just just to add fuel to this fire, Hyrule Warriors God run, fucking run, runs better on the new 3DS than it does on the Wii U. He's right. Well, <laughs> yes, but then you also have to think of like what happened with the shitty 3DS, like. If you don't, if you don't have a 3DS new, that game runs like shit. Yes, it's awful. Yeah, but I mean, like, new 3DS, you know, got that one exclusive, and well, I have the one exclusive. <laughs> and it's so funny too because when you think of it running like shit, technically it's two. They just didn't, they just didn't properly market. Uh, uh, what is it, Hyrule Warriors? Correctly, because you there's no reason to play it on the old 3DS, so no, it's practically really exclusive. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, All, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'll say that. That's something that's <laughs> fucked up on the Wii U is that anytime you're playing a co-op game that winds up making you split between the pad and the console, um, it splits the processing power. And in the case of like Hyrule Warriors, which is split off from Dynasty Warriors, it halves the number of characters on screen. So it doesn't properly load in enemies, which 90% of Dynasty Warriors is slashing through entire waves. Yeah, right. well, and that's why I loved um, the old Gundam Hyrule, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dynasty Warriors games because they... 
literally me and my brother and if ransom's still in here he'll probably just be like yes mm-hmm. um we used to go in and just like wreck shop with it and the great thing of it, it was is like you know we can see all the enemies that we're killing and everything too so mm-hmm. if that part's wrecked on the hyrule warriors that would really make yeah, me difficult. mad um but i don't know it's like, i'm happy i have one a 3DS or a Wii U? Where are we both. back now? Uh, <laughs> Where let's are go we back to now? Wii U. Yeah. I'm trying to get back to Wii U, but yeah. I'll say I'm happy I have both. But yeah, the, the Wii U. No, the Wii U. Yeah, I'm happy I have the Wii U for two games, and I'm happy I have the 3DS for three games. I'll throw it out there. Uh, <laughs> I have like six games on the Wii U. Things like uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, which is fun. Oh, and I'm not, yeah, I'm not counting Virtual Console. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. And I was about to say with the Virtual Console especially because, you know, that's how I have Metroid Trilogy. Um what's it called Met, uh, zero mission and one other one i think i was on there uh but yeah I, wind waker hd's on there yeah, like were, yeah i've got a bunch well, yeah of and i mean like good like you look at and then going back to my original point you look at all the good <laughs> yes, wii u right. games <laughs> and they're either continuations of nintendo's franchises yep. or remakes you're right yeah well or re-releases all together with the virtual console yeah like oh, yeah. i mean that's the other thing is like half my games are definitely again, like, like I feel SNES or N sixty four. I feel like it's bad to and and don't take this bad, but like I feel like it's bad to it's group bad to Virtual Console with Wii U. I feel like realistically you kinda have to separate them. I, I like don't because uh the Wii U's catalog is separate from the three DS catalog for virtual console. It's not like you can buy one on one and have it on both. Some of them. Well yeah, but Which I mean, is also annoying to me. There, yeah, <laughs> there is a handful though that definitely fall on both, but the fact that yeah. they both have their own proprietary like console callbacks. Moment of rage. Why the fuck can I play Fire Emblem on the three DS, but I can play it on the goddamn Wii U? That is not how I want to play Fire Emblem. Yeah. No, and rent. <laughs> Why can I not play Metroid Fusion on the 3SS, but I can play it on the Wii U? End rant. No, yeah. Agreed. That's, that's soapbox. <laughs> Same yeah. reason. Drop mic. Hashtag Metroid Fusion is the best game of all time. I would also like to point out that it is <laughs> a, an egregious oversight that we haven't had like an update that lets you, like, considering you can use a 3DS as a controller in Smash, that you can't just emulate your game onto the bigger screen if you wanted to play something on the And then TV. just the, the Wii, like, this TV top screen, gamepad bottom screen. All right. You yeah. know what? Yeah. Maybe like the best Pokemon? way to wrap it. I would like that. Oh my god! I was gonna say maybe the best way to wrap it is for the NX, looking yeah. towards the future. What are the three things, three. or how many things <laughs> that they need to improve upon learning now from the Wii, the from the Wii U? I have one thing. Go for it. Just library. Okay. Like it's simple. It is. But like Third again, party. like you separate Virtual Console, and there's like 160 games for the Wii U, and it's been out for how long? No, you're right. And how many of them are just like Four I said years? remakes? Yeah. Re-releases, um, continuation of just their franchises that literally don't really change a lot between each iteration. Yeah. No. You know what? And going on with that, I'm not going to say third-party support, even though I agree with it. Cross fucking play. Yes. Yeah. Virtual console, bring it to the NX, but also allow it to the 3DS. This is also a very yeah. good point. Like, if the NX is like a portable thing, like how is that going to function alongside the 3DS? Well, and that, that's so, what I'm saying. Cross cross play, so they bring in the titles that you had into the NX. Maybe. Bam. So this is something I was going to say too. Is uh, since they've revamped, you know, I'll, I'll factor in a bunch of things. So they just did the revamp for their whole Nintendo Club system and how sure. a lot works. So Nin- Club Nintendo is actually gone, and now it's the Nintendo ID stuff that's supposed to like unify everything that you can do across multiple platforms. Doesn't really work now with the Wii U and the, oh, the that's why I can't 3DS. <laughs> yeah, no, they did that. Um, so the big thing is that with DNX, if you are marketing it as a, a handheld that you can put at home and it launches essentially a big screen mode, 
kind of like Steam does. Uh, if you're doing that, you make sure that anything that you've bought digitally on the 3DS or the Wii U are re-downloadable on this service. In addition, you make it so that it's marketed as the next step from both console bases. Yeah, yeah. That and if that's the way they go with it, then they have something really special. But exactly. they need to make sure their the the message is clear, and they really need to make sure that those games come back to it. Because if yeah. I have to rebuy fi- like Fire Emblem on the goddamn NX. I'm going to be fucking mad. Yep. I no, bought I, the game four or five times now no, in my I life. <laughs> Stop. Please. I'm pretty sure in the next few weeks I'm going to wind up buying red and yellow again. I was literally about to say the same. I need to buy yellow. <laughs> Come on. Because <laughs> um, Pokemans. Because your I thoughts on this Pokemon and Go. then uh, Ransom and John Luke doesn't mention something in chat, which is a good yep. thing to close out on then. Cool. What you got? You know, NX. I just... Honestly, for the NX, I'm not even really excited at this point just because i haven't been nintendo since gamecube and even really before then yeah they'll need to do something drastic to make you and i feel like amazing you are in the general populace with that which is like so many people are just uninterested at this point a touchstone that'll probably help them is since the one generation that we haven't had brought back into a virtual console gamecube games Absolutely. Yeah. They need to include that at launch, like a set of virtual console GameCube games that are compatible. Probably like, you know, the, the great ones are like Double Dash and Luigi's Mansion and Sunshine, like the big call. Oh, Fire Sunshine. Emblem Path Dude, of Radiance, which might be the one of the best Fire yeah, Emblems, absolutely. is secluded uh, on that just, GameCube. Can we just also over. mention this? Um, Metroid launch title for NX, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Please. Yeah. Please. Um, what Anth- or I'm sorry, Ransom brought up was... Um, future of vr with nintendo that i doubt it's gonna happen though i, think I don't think it w- it's gonna take a while i think yeah, i think they're, they're out of that. Pl- i think it'll be way, after nx i'm sure i think in a way they're gonna wait and see how virtual reality takes off in its own right before they decide to do anything on their front yeah i think the success of ps4 vr is going to change the game dramatic dramatically yeah mm-hmm. and i think vr is the future so i think the P- game sony's got a huge leg up on everyone. the game it's gonna change the game huh yeah yeah so anyway, <laughs> the game of gaming. To touch God on it, it too, I think they're also waiting to see how more AR stuff happens. I mean, have, they have success with Pokemon Go. Oh, they yeah. had success in the past with AR cards on their 3DS. I wouldn't say it's actually a success. I would say they've they've seen it work. <laughs> they've seen That's it work. Sweet yeah. AR I'll golf mini game. So AR right. mobile gaming. Well, yeah. and yeah. something else I was going to touch on was that uh, you know with the Hololens, they might do something in the future that's like both. AR and VR by having like a slidable thing or something because that's like a very Nintendo thing to do would be like it does both not very well but it does both um, John Luke mentioned that um, Zelda, Star Fox and especially Metroid in VR would all be pretty freaking cool no I agree Amazing. I'm right there with him Metroid in a VR actually this sounds like the worst like that actually sounds yeah. more terrifying than Resident Evil I for me it. I'd be <laughs> all over it I would was, be all over it but a, then I'm gonna get actually challenge three. accepted then I'm gonna if get they, like the winter horror route with it that'd be absolutely awesome but then there's gonna be this like Metroid's fine and it's stuck off my face and I'll just cry and be in a fetal position and underneath oh my, my bed oh my god <laughs> I didn't even think no that. just all oh, the no all just Oh, uh, <laughs> like, I'd be throwing the, the head. I'd be throwing the visor across the room. Just <laughs> was like, no, 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 don't with this. <laughs> People are just gonna be like found, like collapsed, like in a coma, just in, like, in the fetal position, just oh crying, God. like what <laughs> happened? No, I never thought of this. And this is just strictly a thought. The spiral out of this is. Do you ever think people will try and watch Pokemon in VR and watch the episode where Porygon was introduced and all the people got seizures? I don't know why that just sparked. Jesus in my Christ! Head. <laughs> I really apparently need to watch that 
show again because I don't even remember that episode. That, it never got no, released in the US. No, oh, no, John Luke. Okay. John Luke's like they're gonna bring fusion into uh, VR. I'm all for it. But then SAX and VR. Terrified. No, but no. I, I know where he appears. So much no. All the no. Literally all of See, it. Screw attack would now. make me throw up in VR. <laughs> <laughs> Space time acquired. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fair. That's a fair point. <laughs> so. I think, uh, I think it's where we are. I think we're good. <laughs> so, as a whole, Wii U, it, it's it's there. It <laughs> exists. It's around, yeah. Like I said, like, or like the joke we made, it's Nintendo Greenlight uh, for the future of their franchise and their whole uh, And eventually they might figure it out. Yeah, they learned some lessons, hopefully, but we'll see. they're still surviving. <laughs> Dude, they could Fuck hemorrhage Sega. money. They could hemorrhage money for the next 30 years 30 and, and be still be fine. I think... The NX, there, there's either going to be a huge shift after the NX. Yeah. Either Nintendo's going to be back in the game for real, or Nintendo's going to stop making consoles and just make the games. Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm actually, I'd be really happy with the second. Yeah, in, in all yeah I like, would too. For all intents and purposes, I'd really love that. Get um, all that. Ditto. D- get all those Zelda games on the PS4. The Pokemon, I wish. PS, PS6. Could you imagine trophies in a Nintendo game? No. Yes. Because they already, they already have that, basically, in some games. Some of them, yeah, yeah. but Smash Bros. I that's mean, that's the only one that touches on it. Like, let's be honest. Hyrule Warriors, kinda. Which eh, mark? No, not really. All right. Anyway, as always, if you're Plugs. listening, if you're listening to this on our website, you can find all of our contact information and our socials down below. If you're not listening to this on our website, why? Don't do that. Go to geeknomination.net where you can find all of our content. Check us out on our socials. Check us out on our YouTube's. Mm-hmm. Twitch.tv slash Geek Nomination streams where you can list, watch the podcast live. We even go before and after a little do. bit. You so can you see can behind the scenes the and, and, and chime in. And the three times we lost recording during this episode, you could see me yelling. <laughs> Which is Which hilarious. Is funny. It's always great. It's little fact, part. we lost recording three times during this episode. You guys but aren't going to know. never know. But now except for the fact that we told you. Yeah. Are going to know. And you guys know all of the profanities that Cody knows. It's a lot. Let me t- I'm pretty sure four <laughs> words are in my vocabulary, and one of them is fuck. All the time. <laughs> all the time. All the fuck. All right. Fuck the so time. Yeah, with that being said, catch you guys next week. Go play a Wii U game. Comment below your favorite Wii U game. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Boom. Do that. I'll go buy Bayonetta 2 now. <laughs> right. I guess I'll go buy a Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Take it easy. Love Bye. you. Bye.